All right, people, welcome to another episode of Natty News Daily. We're on a roll this week. We had Ben on, we got AJ on. You guys are seeing the man, Steve Hall, Revive Stronger, is on, getting ready. Tapping the series off. Three yeah, days right. series. Yeah, we're ending it Saving on the best note. till last. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, I assume everybody is going to know who you are, man. But if they don't, give us just a quick synopsis of who Steve Hall is. So I'm an online coach, content provider. I think that's probably, like, first and foremost, that's what I spent most of my time doing. And that's where I see a lot of my value is to like help educate the masses and spread great knowledge through the podcast, Revive Stronger. Yep. Uh, and I coach uh, like lots of people to stage or coaches themselves to essentially just get more out of bodybuilding than they would with themselves doing it, which yep. is really fun and rewarding. I'm sure you guys are the same. And then I am a natural bodybuilder, like you said, uh, competed first time in 2014, <laughs> did a season in 2017. And now this is my third season. And yeah, you learn every single time you go, you fall in love with it even more every single time you go. I don't think I've ever been as in love with bodybuilding as I am now. And it's great to be engrossed with it. It's great to be chatting to you guys. Uh, I don't think there's much else about me, to be honest. Like <laughs> that, Those things say most of what I get up to. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So let, let's talk about this season compared to previous. Now, you, you've clearly made um, some very, very dramatic improvements um you know what have you what have you done differently this time around what have you changed uh, i see you've got the weighted vest on this go around which is cool to see i think i've just been a much more mature bodybuilder uh yeah. with this i think in many ways i was grateful for and this is going to sound weird grateful for the covid last year in terms of i kind of had a run to stage and had an idea of kind of uh, as you get closer and closer to that stage weight, you get an idea of, okay, what do I actually, where do I need to be? Like you get yep. closer and closer to the end goal and it just clears everything up. Whereas before it's like, if you haven't competed for a long time, you've made quite significant progress. Is it that significant or is it not that significant? Once yeah. you start peeling back the layers, you kind of get an idea yep. of how, how close am I? So I think that set me up nicely and it made me realize like, maybe I don't need to, uh, I don't know, start as, I don't know, I, I'm conflicted about, whether or not I started lean enough this time around or if I'd like to start leaner in future preps I think I have uh, so long as I have enough runway left and uh, yeah. we have to see it depends how you look under the stage lights right and with the tan and everything that always changes everything so I'm kind of intrigued to see how I look there uh, so yeah I don't know, really know what was different this time around just like I said more mature um, as meticulous as I have been throughout my entire offseason planning it all out making sure that I was in a good place yeah. uh, not making it kind of too long too short uh, to put it in context, I guess I started, I think, at the end of May. Uh, so it's been like 20 weeks or something in around 20 weeks. So it hasn't been a crazy amount of time. Yeah, that's reasonable. Uh, that I've been, yeah, that I've been dieting and I've lost, well, actually, uh, like 20 pounds. So it's basically been a pound a week. So it hasn't been super assertive either. So kind of got here in good uh, shape uh, in terms of like, I haven't had to rush it off. It's been a very like following the kind of, the general recommendations you see out there in terms of yeah. loss, like it, it's kind of followed that nicely. And the biggest difference, I guess, is like, I think probably the biggest outside it looking in difference is the weighted vest. That's probably the biggest difference. Right. Uh, I was still doing like step tracking and things like this in my 2017 prep. So this has been quite a big difference, but my kind of maturity surrounding training food choices has been better as well. So I've just been better at sticking to like a bit more boring food, a bit yep. more just yep. like routine, a bit less flexible 
and fewer diet hacks and things like this, like volumizing. Yeah. yeah. I think they lose like their benefit past a point and For that sure. happens quite quickly. Yeah. You guys have probably had it where you just have this like constant sweet sensation in your mouth. It's just artificial like sweetness <laughs> or like just you're bloated a lot and it impacts yeah. your training, how you feel. Oh yeah. And you just can't abate the hunger at some point. So kind yeah. of just accepting that has been quite nice. So I haven't really been like really truly feeling hungry uh, because I kind of like just get comfortable with what that sensation is. Uh, my yeah. food's been a lot higher, but that I would attribute largely to the weighted vest uh, because it just has kept my totally total daily energy expenditure up, which is nice. Yep. Uh, and then training just more mature rather than like chasing quantity, chasing quality. That would be the biggest difference for me. And that's just been something I've been working on for the past off season as well, for sure. particularly like just realizing my recoverability is going to be way down. If I feel hammered after a couple of sets, don't go try and add more. Like it's as yeah. simple as that. It sounds really simple, but in my head last prep, it was like, oh, volume's a key drive for hypertrophy. I've got to keep my volume high. Like it was in my off season. Let's push. Maybe I'll even grow. And this time I'm just like, <laughs> if my hamstrings feel completely kaput after like three sets, you leave just it there. Cap Steve. it there. Yeah. <laughs> And you, you, so, you know what that feels like, too, in a yeah. session as well. Um, you know, that's, that's, something, that, that's something with experience that you kind of get a sense like, yeah, I, I should cap it here. Like, yeah, if you're, if you're getting all that kind of, you're getting decent enough pumps or that kind of disruption, there are two markers I definitely have been using more and more to auto-regulate volume. Like if they're in a, like if they feel pretty high, why would you go about adding more? It doesn't really make sense. Even if you're recovering, like if you're getting the dose or the response from training if you're getting that stress response and you're recovering on time great and you're holding performance great like don't try and kind of be greedy and push for more so that's definitely helped me along the way so I, yeah i'd say those are some key differences from previous preps because yeah and i know you've covered it and like dr mike's covered it like you can always take that next set next week too like yeah. there's always time for you to take another set you know so are you still doing the two a days yeah, they've been kept throughout largely because of keeping energy expenditure up and splitting up my day versus necessarily the benefits towards keeping training quality higher. Because right. I'll admit some of those PM sessions are very short, <laughs> like <laughs> 20 minutes, uh, like just kind of doing accessory work in and out. Right. I'm like, I, I just, it's tempting to add to those sessions. And if I wanted to like add cardio, I guess I could to those if I wanted to, but <clears throat> I'm just like, it's, it's nice. Just get warm again, get out, get steps up again. Yeah. It was, so you have a walk to from the gym, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, yeah. Nice way to free to get steps in nowadays. Exactly. And what's just your, like, what's your sorry. kind of day schedule look like then between the two sessions? So I get up at like six 30 in the morning and take the dog I put the weighted vest on, take the dog out for a walk. But at the moment, I'm posing first thing as well, getting kind of AM shots and everything because it's peak week. But typically, it's just like, get up, get out, walk the dog. And the great thing is I can do work on my phone, which means yeah. like walking the dog can also be work. So I can watch like actual client check-ins, make notes, and really make time. time. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's been such a like blessing. Like I can't actually imagine doing this, all of this, what I do with an office job now. I'm like, how would I get this done? Yeah. But I'm so blessed to be able to have that opportunity and like give it all. So yeah, I walk the dog for about half an hour, get those steps in, come back, kind of make my breakfast and then get to work immediately, have some caffeine. And then normally after about an hour, I've kind of, uh, I'm eating breakfast, having that as like my pre-workout breakfast. 
And then by about 10, 11, uh, I finish kind of check-ins and I'm heading to the gym. And then I get into the gym, have an intro workout during that session. Um, I have kept that throughout actually kind of been stubborn about keeping it in as well. And I've not had a need to remove it, to be honest. Uh, I think if your hunger is getting high and you're like low, sorry, your hunger is getting high and you're on low carbohydrates, low calories, I can absolutely see why you'd remove that. But for me, I think it probably has helped keep training quality higher. And you had to peel the carbohydrates in that back a little bit or? Actually, not really. It's, it, it was never very high. It's been 20 grams of dextrose, 10 grams of uh, whey protein. So, or uh, yeah, whey protein. So nothing, it was never a major amount. It was just enough okay. to like give yeah. me something for that session. Uh, yeah. it's one so of I've had things. to peel mine back, but I mean, I've also pushed like 50 or so grams of carbs in my intro, like yeah. off season. So <laughs> yeah, that's a decent amount, but yeah, yeah, it's one of those things where kind of like creatine, I would put it in that category. We, it's got good rationale behind it and it's more than likely doing something, but you don't necessarily feel it in the session. Yeah, for sure. So mm-hmm. kind of kept it for that reason. Uh, so then I, I do that training session, come back, have post-workout more work. Uh, like a, a work block podcast, whatever it is. And then normally it's around 4 p.m. or like half three, I'm doing my p.m. session. So actually, and in between that block, I'm taking the dog out for another walk for about half an hour. Uh, so get some more steps in and then, yeah, go do that p.m. session, come back post-workout again. And then I'm basically sitting down from about 5 p.m. and I take the weighted vest off at that point. All through that time before, I'm stood at the desk like I am now. So I'm like kind of like a, a PT would be like on your feet all the time, just because I can stand and work here. I'm walking all the time, moving. It's nice because it burns a lot of energy, keeps me busy, keeps me warm as well, which I think is always <laughs> a nice thing when you do get cold towards the end of prep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, from 5 p.m. basically sat and I do another work block till about 8 p.m., have my dinner and then chill out for a couple of hours uh, like on the sofa basically and then watch TV. Right on. I think Ada loves bodybuilder. step targets, I'm sure. Say that again. Say Ada, Ada, loves, Ada yeah. loves her step targets. I don't know. It's, I feel really bad because we haven't got her amazingly trained on the lead. So she pulls quite a lot. <laughs> so I, <laughs> in my off season, I just like, yeah, we're just, we'll be out for half an hour. We're getting what we get in. Whereas now I'm like, I need to get my steps in on you. Like, I'm going to pull you back. We're moving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No sniffing here. <laughs> so what's the, the next kind of 24 to 48 hours look like for you for travel for the show? So we have uh, trains booked at 5 p.m. So I get into Leicester at uh, like half six. Unfortunately, the tanning is really quite far from the venue. So it would be quite hard for me to be able to get my evening tan done, like the the first coat done there. But something I've been doing is using uh, like my own tanning product to get the first coat done and then let the professional finish it off. And that works actually very well. That's what I did for the qualifier and they're comfortable doing that. So Thankfully, don't have to worry about tanning. Um, so yeah, I'll have had most of my food. I'll just have one meal that I'll take with me there, take all my show day meals uh, with me that this evening into Leicester and then it's show day tomorrow. So, and, so you use like pro, a couple of questions actually on tanning specifically. Do yeah. you use pro tan or what do you use for that? It's dark as uh, I bought it because the BMBF don't normally have like a professional tanner available so okay. they quite often promote using that and so i used that for their show and i had some left so i was like oh perfect and that actually works pretty well good to know good to know um yeah. and then also you said the, the tanning venue is off-site 
Yeah, it's like for the just I have that next week and I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, are you yeah. doing anything for like oil and stuff like that? Are you bringing your own oil or what? So the tanning is on site on show day, but the first coat is off site. Oh, uh, OK, OK. Yeah, that's so a weird. The, that's a weird setup. Yeah, it was just if I had a car, it would be fine. But because we don't have a car, yeah. it's like we've got a hotel right by the venue. It's like an hour and a half outside of. Oh, wow. I think it's like or, or like 45 minutes, something like that. I was just like, it's it's going to be really challenging with we also have Ada with us and everything. So I was just like, we'll do a coat ourselves. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, that'd be hard for sure. Like we've had some shows where it's like maybe up the road at a different spot. But yeah, if you if you're like a 40 minute drive, that's a, that's a pain in the ass for sure. <laughs> yeah. So but I'm yeah, I'm glad they're there on show day because they're great. Yeah, I really like sure. like I've used them like the whole time I've been competing with the UK FBA that they're really good and I'm glad they can be flexible. They're happy for me to like just have one coat and they can always give me another one if they're like, yeah, yeah. you're not dark enough. But right. last time it it looked great last time. So I'm not even concerned. Whereas doing two coats and doing it all yourself is stressful, <laughs> especially oh, on sure. show day. Sure. I learned that at the BMBF. <laughs> and as, as light as I'm sure as light as light as you are, light as I am, like almost the more coats, the better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to get it dark enough sometimes, but it's, it, yeah. it worked out. Just, yeah yeah you just you just have to you know make sure you do the, the night coats and then make sure that they're applying enough coats whenever yeah. you know whenever you're there and and don't let them just kind of push you off you know no, no, not no, that no they always do that but yeah um it took me five coats la last weekend so yeah well they, they did like the two they call it two coats um the night before which is just two two once overs right. and then to the next morning which is technically that was what they're supposed to cover was four and i went in for a touch-up and yeah they, they touched up but they gave me another coat so yeah i guess it really depends on the product because i know i've had like mm -hmm. i've once done a spray tan and i got like the darkest one and i was like this isn't even like one coat of dark as like yeah yeah <laughs> this is not that dark <laughs> yeah someone asked me if they could just go to like a like a local tanning salon for a show and i'm like it's not even close like you you won't even be like under the lights, you're gonna look white again. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Be good so, for base coat, but yeah, yeah, you're gonna need yeah, you're gonna need a few more. Do you have any clients competing? I actually don't uh, at this one. No, um, no, none. Which is quite I, nice yeah. in some ways because then you just get to focus on yourself. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that's probably nice. I uh, I remember 2019 when I competed, I made the mistake of. Like it was my first kind of crack at coaching competitors. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm doing this show too. It'll be fun. So busy. And it was so stressful. <laughs> yeah. You kind of just want to, like as, as boring as show day can be, like you almost want it to be boring because if it's eventful, it's like, how's your physique going to be looking? Oh yeah. Yeah. There's like, if there's stuff going on, that's, that's fine. But when it's like, you know, work stress on show yeah. day, like, cause you're trying to peak them, you're trying to get them pumped up and then you got to worry about yourself. No, I, I, I will never, ever do that again, unless it's with someone who's like really experienced, who like I've worked with for a long time, who I can look at and be like, okay, hey, you go over here. I'll go over here. We'll chat later. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, going to be that's going to be a challenge. I've, I've never gone through that with. Yeah, because it's nice to be able to just kind of relax backstage, talk with some other guys, you know, yeah. just worry about competing You know, worry about the timeline. You know, if you're not being pulled in other directions, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Um, so going into the show, headspace, mindset, goals, get, give us all that. 
So yeah, I posted a couple of days, I think it was yesterday, maybe a couple of days ago. And I just kind of said, uh, it made me reflect on how I am feeling. And it, it's nine day difference to the first show that I did with the BMBF for the BMBF. And this was one I entered and it was just like, it didn't really matter. Like I didn't really care how I did at that show. Well, I did, you always care, yeah. but it wasn't like one I planned to do. Right. So I shouldn't have really cared. I should have been kind of stress-free, but I was like pretty stressful impact my sleep for nights leading into it. Whereas this one, I feel much more peaceful. Uh, I feel much more like just grounded. Like I think just having done two shows now already this season yep. gives you that just repeated experience because it's years since I've been kind of under the lights on sure. stage. So yeah, just feeling kind of grounded, peaceful, and kind of grateful to be in the position that I'm in, able to get up there despite everything that's happened and mm. kind of happy with the, the physique. It's definitely gonna be the best physique I've ever brought to stage, no doubt about it. Uh, awesome. It's whether or not it gets rewarded and kind of my goals for it, like in my head, I would be disappointed with anything less, like quite disappointed with anything less than a top five. I'd love a top three. That's okay. like, I really want a top three uh, because I cracked a top five. I came fifth. Uh, yeah, fifth uh, in 2017 at the British International Finals. So I feel like I should get that, but ultimately it's out of your hands. And I know there's 10 people in my class. Wow. I know AJ's in my class and I know it's going to be ultra competitive. Like I, and I know some like German guys or Austrian guys who are coming over and they're always fucking great. So we just have to see because... You can see photos or you can get ideas. You can look at their kind of whatever they're sharing, but it's not until you step on stage next to them where you really get to know the caliber of that individual. Oh, oh yeah. for sure. Yeah. I had that conversation with a client on the weekend and I was like, you know, everybody, you know, you see them online, they post their photos, they're by themselves and everybody looks great. And that, yeah. that's when the head game can start. That's why, you know, if you have to unfollow people or, or mute them because it, it'll start to mess with you. And it's, it's all fair game under the lights on stage. Um, because you, you just don't know everybody on their own can look amazing, but you know, you stand next to them and it could be a different story. So, yeah, I think it's really sure. funny. It reminds me of like uh, Arnie when he used to like have these, like tease the other competitors, and, like sure. line them up. Yeah. Like, you could actually do that on social media now because you can follow all your competitors. Oh, for sure. So yeah. I, I did like a post just, I, I think most people realize I was kidding. I was like, I'm doing a rapid fat loss protocol, your himbine, fasted cardio, hit sprints. <laughs> Um, and so I was like, maybe there'll be some people that see that and they're like, oh shit, Steve's really bringing it. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm just going to keep my vest on and walk my dog. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, I know you've probably got a, a busy day ahead of you, so we'll let you go. Um, very much looking forward to what happens tomorrow. I know I'll be watching closely, hoping to see some stuff online. I'm sure Dan will be watching, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of the, the Natty News followers will be very closely watching to see what happens. I appreciate it, and uh, I appreciate you guys doing these because I watch you every time you post one up. I'm watching. Uh, it's really interesting to hear you, just you three even, just chatting about stuff because I follow each of you and follow your journeys and, like, I don't know, bodybuilding is such a niche thing. You, I don't have a close by friends like in my city that I'm like seeing and talking to so yeah. I get to kind of be in the mix of it with you guys and you chat Thank to some you. of the people I'm also following so I appreciate you doing this and keeping it up importantly because I know how hard it can be to be consistent at these sort of things yeah yeah we're doing our best man we're doing our best <laughs> Awesome. All right, man. Well, thank you again for coming on. If you guys like the episode, time. obviously yeah. give it a like. Um, and if you're not following Steve, hit him up on Instagram, Revive Stronger. And uh, again, man, kill it tomorrow. And uh, we look forward to it. Thank you very much.